can you actually make money freelance copywriting? So if you're hesitant to go full-time as a freelancer because you don't know if you'll make enough or whether or not this industry and this career is lucrative, I'm here to clear that up today. So by the end of this video, you'll understand why freelancing can actually be more lucrative than a nine to five and which state, uh, steps you can take to ensure that you do make a sustainable income and can actually make this work as your career. So I'm Christine. I'm a freelance technology writer. Before I started my freelance copywriting business, I was in sales for 10 years. So now I help other freelance copywriters land high paying clients using LinkedIn, just trying to spread the principles that I learned as a salesperson for 10 years and how copywriters can actually use them to land high paying clients and make a sustainable income. If you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, just like or comment. Um, just comment the word yes to let me know if you've ever wondered this question. Can you make a good living as a copywriter? Is it worth it to go full-time? Is it okay to leave my full-time job? Is this stable? Just comment yes if you've ever had any of those concerns. So Google has some crazy things to say about copywriting. Uh, I've seen a lot of things advertised saying you can become a millionaire. Um, some say don't even try because it's too saturated. So there's so much conflicting information and I want to clear that up. Um, number one, the number one myth, let's just address them myth by myth. You can't make good money copywriting or that you can't make good money freelancing. So the word freelancing or freelancer kind of connotates instability because you're working for multiple people and you don't have guaranteed work but there are things you can do to ensure that you do get stable work and that you get really high paying clients the the number one thing you can do is choose a niche and a lot of people online say oh there's no need to choose a niche um, i'm not going to do that you don't have to do that either yes that's true you don't have to do that but Having a niche really ensures that you can make a sustainable career, that you have clients reaching out to you regularly, that you get consistent work, and that you get high-paying work because people want someone who specializes in something. And when you become a go-to, people you're on you know the top of people's minds, the top of clients' minds, and when they need something, you're their go-to person. Or if they want to refer a writer to um, a, a, a colleague that's looking to hire a writer for the same issue they had, you become their top of mind. So you do yourself a favor when you niche down. And I know there's a lot of conflicting opinions on that, but I think you should choose a niche. And if you choose a high paying niche like tech or finance or digital marketing or real estate, I mean, there's so many lucrative niches because it just depends on how much money that business has to invest in their marketing. Freelancers can actually make up to $250 an hour. So the reason why people don't understand commanding high rates or how that's possible is because they think of sites like Fiverr or Upwork. And you might think like, wow, this girl really shits on Fiverr and Upwork. I'm not trying to do that. I never use those sites, so I can't give any first-person account of what they're like. But Fiverr, the website, that title literally came about because people could go on this site and find someone to do work for them for $5. So it is filled with a lot of low-paying, low-balling clients. It's, it's just the nature of it. And I don't even recommend getting started on there. And I know a lot of people are like 
well, I need to start somewhere, but um, I actually, in my free download on my site, on paidcopywriter.com, show you exactly why you don't need to go on Fiverr, how you can write your own samples and pitch them to clients. And even if you do agree to maybe two pieces of unpaid work, you have something on your portfolio that will boost you when you're reaching out to more clients on LinkedIn. So people say, okay, freelancing isn't stable. It's like more of a side hustle. And this is, I think, what kept me really stuck and and not pursuing freelancing for a long time was because it was always preached to me to get a stable job with benefits. While that might have been true once upon a time, we are now in the freelance, uh, I'm sorry, the gig economy where freelancers really... uh, have a lot of advantages, okay? Jobs, I, this is super general because it depends what field you're going into, but the benefits being offered by companies nowadays are not what they used to be when my parents were working. So during my parents' time, you would go and be really loyal to one company and work there for 30 years or a lifetime or however, and you'd get a pension. And by the time I entered the workforce, they were not offering that type those types of benefits at all maybe if you know my cousin who's in the union he gets great benefits certain jobs can really get very strong benefits but not all of them so freelancing has become actually a very viable option because it's actually creating more security when you can work for multiple people and have multiple streams of income coming in And if you don't get along with somebody or there's office politics, all of these uncontrollable things that happen within companies, guess what? You can can drop that client or you can get fired by that client and still be okay. I mean, I have been fired from full-time jobs before and it's devastating. It's the biggest, it's really an upheaval and it's so emotional and it's so degrading and so depressing to lose your full-time job. I've been laid off and I've been fired um, like post-college. And it's it's a big like emotional um, event in your life. But when I have either fired clients or gotten fired by clients as a freelance copywriter, I don't care. Both times or uh, actually both scenarios where I was fired and when I quit myself or when I fired the client, I was so happy. I just remember saying to everyone, I'm so glad that I'm not working for them anymore because now I have the opportunity to work for a client that's a better fit for me and that's going to pay me more. So imagine having a job where getting getting fired is actually a good thing. That's the awesome, awesome benefit to copywriting. And during the pandemic, I did lose one client and I just gained three more. So you know, one company's financial situation, they couldn't afford to to pay their freelancers and that was it. But then there were so many other companies looking for a freelancer. So just don't edge uh, freelancing out as unstable because you're working for multiple people and it's it's not, you know, guaranteed. You can set your client load up so that you do have a certain amount of guaranteed work per month and you're working on retainer or whatever. There is stability in it. You just have to set it up the correct way you have to take the right clients and you have to be pursuing the right clients um another myth is that it's really difficult to get clients and i think i might end it with this myth (laughs) that getting clients is difficult because i think this is what keeps freelancers so stuck 
This is what stops people from actually building a freelance business. This is what keeps it a side hustle is this thought that it's really hard to get clients. It's not. Um, There is no shortage of companies looking to hire freelance copywriters just like you. It's a matter of your marketing. Are you putting yourself out there correctly? Is your online marketing portraying what that client wants to see? If you have your ducks in a row in terms of your website, your LinkedIn profile, which I'm a huge proponent of just direct pitching on LinkedIn, if you have that stuff set up, getting clients is not difficult. And you can actually feel this sense of security. And this is how I feel now in my business and how I felt pretty early on too. Because my website, my niche, and my LinkedIn profile are set up and I know they're pretty solid, they're not perfect, okay? My website sucks. Like, it's a little better now, but it did suck. It was ugly and even the copy on it wasn't that good and it still worked for me. But I'm at a point right now where I, I know that my profile is effective because I have clients reaching out to me. I can't take all the people that reach out to me, meaning like I don't have the bandwidth for it. Um, so whenever things get rough in my copywriting business or a client is just being difficult, I'm like, I don't have to deal with this, so I'm not going to stress about this because if worst case scenario, I don't want to work with this client anymore. I know that people are messaging me on LinkedIn wanting to work with me. So my whole spiel about LinkedIn is like, get yourself set up on there, right? Do a bunch of cold pitching to establish yourself. And then at some point, there's like a tipping point where they start reaching out to you. And I haven't cold pitched in a long time, but I did a hell of a, a, hell of a lot of it in the beginning. And that's what, if you go to my copywriting site, paidcopywriter.com, I have a free template of how you can message clients so that you're setting yourself up for this same success. Um, okay, one more myth because this is the one that pisses me off. People uh, will say copywriting is too saturated and I, I, there's so many videos online and so many articles and so many copywriters saying how saturated this market is. And I feel like market saturation is a myth. I call it, like I coined this term, false barrier. And it's this thing that people say to like, secondhand or like low-key discourage people from pursuing something and I freaking hate that because it's not too saturated if there is a heavy market for something if there's a lot of freelance copywriters that means that there's a lot of opportunity out there and you do have the opportunity to set yourself aside with the strategies I told you before about having a LinkedIn profile by direct pitching by having a website that's a professionally purchased domain Want to know why? Because not a lot of people know how to do those things or they haven't been given the good advice. They just say, oh, go on Fiverr, work for free, volunteer for a nonprofit to build your portfolio. Like all these things that I keep seeing people being told and they're not the best way to go about it. This whole market saturation thing, that's just another fallacy that that copywriters are being told. Don't let anyone make you feel like a market is too crowded or something is too crowded for you to enter. What's actually worrisome is that if you want to go into an industry or a profession that pretty much doesn't exist, 
So like you're the first person that's ever wanted to do that. You're going to make a hundred percent original idea. No one's ever done it. Well, good luck. That that's going to take a lot, a lot of work. You want to, from like a business perspective, it's actually better to enter saturated markets because the demand is there and it's yours for the taking. So please don't listen to people that say that copywriting is saturated because I have a feeling that people say that because they're insecure and they have a scarcity mindset and they want to be like, eh, yeah, I do it, but like it, it's a little hard. I don't think you should do it. I don't think you'll be able to. Like, why would you do that to someone? It's just like discouraging. I don't like that. So don't listen to that. So if you resonate with any of these myths, let me know. I hope this helps. I hope it clears up the whole um mystery of whether or not you should pursue freelance copywriting hint you should pursue it it is stable it can be very lucrative if you take the right steps so i mentioned linkedin a lot about how the core of all of this is getting clients on linkedin so if you go to my website paidcopywriter.com i have a template for how you can message clients in a way that gets responses so you can start taking these meetings with them so you can start pitching them, so you can get your business up and running. Um, it's a personalized message template so that when they see your message, you know, they think it's, or, or they see that it's being directly targeted to them. We don't want to send generic messages that get ignored. And as I mentioned in the beginning of this video, I was in sales for 10 years and I sent thousands of messages. I've knocked on thousands of doors. I've sent thousands of emails. I've made cold calls. So I do have a really good gauge of how to get someone's attention quick and say the right things and hit the right notes so that you're you're standing out amongst all the noise. There's so many people trying to sell stuff on LinkedIn. So it is important to differentiate, uh, differentiate yourself and your message so that it cuts through that noise and you can download it there. All right. Well, um, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. I am so happy to help and I hope you download my free guide. Thanks, guys.